0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one friendly neighborhood minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli.
0: And I'm Dan Gavosden from the Amazing Spider-Talk podcast.
2: There you go. Welcome, Dan. Welcome. Thanks for being here.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. And, and perfect timing. because your, your podcast just uh, kind of rebooted. So this is a perfect time... Uh, to plug a little cross promotion. It's good.
0: <laughs> Nothing like a good old reboot in the world of Marvel and Spider-Man. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Um,
1: today we are talking about minute 71, which begins with Spidey and MJ swinging through the streets of Manhattan and ends with the nervous Harry Osborne saying, no, I'm going to come over while Peter sort of, uh, gives a knowing look, um, in the background there. Uh, this is another fun, like iconic minute. I don't know. Uh, let's. I guess we'll we'll start at the beginning, like we usually do, with the actual swinging through the streets, uh, shot. Um, yeah, yeah. I I like
2: it. I, I just <laughs> I, I think it's it's the it's the image that particular image. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a theory that this particular image that Raimi loved it so much that he decided to make Spider Man Two in its entirety look like this shot. <laughs> because because the color scheme and everything really looks like bill pope's cinematography in spider-man two and three yeah um uh not like the rest of this movie necessarily it has this sort of warm magic hour look to it yeah which, i was gonna
0: say that glowing
2: orange really stands yeah. out end of the day Absolutely. Uh. yeah um and it looks really good it's 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 classy the the music is you know elfman's score is just at the tight ty- the top of its romanticism mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's a really beautiful shot, yeah, it's um,
1: uniquely graceful in the whole in the entire film, I think this this uh, turn you know, watching them go from one street to another street while the onlookers kind of like stare up and notice it uh is there's something so sleek about it, I guess is the way I want to put it. It's like they're dancing. And I love I, don't, it.
0: I don't want to be the ned negative here though. Uh-huh. Uh, this shot is kind of also simultaneously reflective in my opinion of a lot of the problems I have with the first film, uh-huh. especially coming off of minute 70 where it's this kind of, you know, thrilling fight with the goblin and there's a lot of tension and then suddenly it's just relieved and that is kind of forgotten about in the mm-hmm. background. With real no, with no real resolution to the scene, and and mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of this movie, and I don't know if you guys have talked about this, mm-hmm. but uh, but I feel like this movie has a, a harder time than two with finding the right tone for everything to kind of flow into each other appropriately.
1: I think that's mm-hmm. fair. It, it it certainly is. Uh, we we drop the entire story thread of the attack, you know, happening. G- g- Presumably there's still all of the like cleanup and chaos back at the World Unity Festival mm-hmm. right now, and Spidey's just like, no, peace, I'm gonna focus on MJ right now. Uh it it is a little a little ridiculous, um, you know, logic wise, but uh I think this movie, even if it sort of clumsily gets there, knows what it wants to focus on, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh at the very least, I feel like it was worth it for this moment.
2: Well, yeah. And it's it's it is yeah it's definitely um again like taken as a tree it's a really beautiful tree but when you look at it in the forest it does definitely stick out like a sore thumb for sure and and it's 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 uh because yeah like where is he even going like where is he going yeah. why is taking her away from the scene, <laughs> but leaving everyone else in danger. Like he's just, he, he, comes, he literally just kidnapped her. Yeah, I he mean, can that's put her down anywhere, but he wants yeah. to, you
1: know, Lois and Clark her for a bit, I guess. Uh, right.
2: <laughs> go. Well, that's actually something I wanted to, I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to have to backtrack a second, but you brought it up. So let's talk about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, this scene on the roof garden. Yeah. Uh, is this, this has to be an ode to that scene in Superman, the movie. Right? Definitely.
1: Yeah. The like interview scene where he, he yeah. comes to her balcony. Yes. I, uh, it's yeah. exactly that, that tone and approach. And I feel like structurally he was like, this is where we do that scene or our version mm-hmm. of that scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Where else better than a hedge maze on a rooftop garden? Hey,
1: yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing says um, romance like a hedge maze on a rooftop garden.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, I used to live by that church in the background. Uh-huh. It's on a bit like Broadway and about like Eighth Street. Yeah, and I, I never knew there was a rooftop pool with like a frog shooting water out of it and and a hedge <laughs> maze. That's I amazing. think I definitely would have utilized that if I lived there. Yeah, especially if it was like elevator accessible, as Spider-Man puts it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like that's like uh, Rockefeller Center or um, around there at least, right? Um, no, no, no. It's a. way that's
0: way downtown. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: That church is on Broadway below Union Square, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody wrote some uh, uh, misinformation in Yield behind-the-scenes book that I was looking at for the minute. I, I could
0: definitely be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. Uh, uh-huh. It just looks a lot like a church that I that I used to live by.
1: Yeah. Mm. and um, It would have been nice to be able to ex- access that lovely little <laughs> slice <laughs> of greenery in the middle of the city. Yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it almost strikes it as like Spidey, because obviously he could put her down anywhere. Okay, fine. Let's like go on, on the ground. Put it on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, no. What will really impress her? It's like, sometime in the last few weeks of like web slinging around. He has spotted like a handful of spots around the city. that are like, ooh, that's a nice rooftop. That's a <laughs> that's <laughs> well. A I think
2: I spot. think he's wanting to take her to a somewhat secluded place so they can have a moment. Yeah. Um. And I and I think that. He's landed here because he thinks like, oh, this is like somewhat romantic. But I think that these two people who he interrupts a makeup makeout session (laughs) um, kind of kill the mood a
1: little bit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and so he's
2: like, uh, you know, I'm just I'm gonna play it cool and get out of here instead. Right. I um, like
0: that the guy in that scenario like gets up and like kinda shields his girlfriend, like, I'm gonna do something about this, but then like quickly backs away, like he's like, I'm not so sure about this. There's a guy in spandex, you know. <laughs> like, I'm not about to did. mess with that. Yeah. Um
1: I I think I would be remiss if we did not point out the uh Oh,
2: I was I yeah. I, I, I was getting there. I okay, wanted to okay. backtrack to that before we, go were, we were going for the thing. <laughs> So so yeah, I, I was gonna say that um, Dan, you should consider yourself lucky because you have been blessed with the minute of the spider mannequin, uh, ah, the infamous
1: spider mannequin uh, shot.
2: Is is you know what I uh, watching it in context, it makes it e- makes it even more silly because for two reasons. Mm. One, Kirsten Dunst, all things considered, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst is acting the hell out of she this really moment. he really is like, selling it she absolutely. Really <laughs> Really falling for this mannequin. Uh, I, I buy it. I buy it a hundred percent. And number two, the music is so romantic and like and so sweet it just adds to the absurdity that this is obviously a mannequin um and then and no, then of I could
0: put my finger on it but yeah it is definitely a mannequin <laughs> yeah. just
2: in that yeah, one oh, close oh. up <laughs> it's not only it's not only a mannequin it it's also the wind is blowing in the wrong direction because they obviously just threw fans on them mm-hmm. and in the in the swing it it's doing okay but then it switches like the... Like in the upswing. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, on the upswing, it should switch, and it's not switching because the fan is just blowing on them. Yeah.
0: Well, well, well so so why was it a mannequin? Why couldn't Tobey Maguire just stand there?
2: I've
1: been looking. I, I have been spending a not insignificant time this afternoon trying to track down the whys of this mannequin shot, and nobody... Is really willing to admit it. It's, Ma-
2: I, it's gotta be a reshoot, right? Yeah, it's, it's gotta be it's a reshoot. gotta be
1: a reshoot where they're like, no, we do need a close up on her, her how why she's did experiencing this moment. Just put
2: anyone in that suit, I don't know. Yeah, unless the the Spider Man mannequin is part of her safety harness on yeah. the swing.
1: Yeah, I don't know because it's not as if they didn't have, you know, Chris Daniels and Mark Wagner and all these other stunt guys during the actual you know shooting script, and they do have. Rigs, wrist rigs, you know, uh, <laughs> there was even a BuzzFeed video recently that they were doing specifically for um, Homecoming, but where they talked to one of the stuntmen who's worked on the Raimi films and the Amazing Spider-Man films and the Homecoming films, where he talked about they have specialized rigs specifically for web swinging these days. Uh, they could have thrown somebody in there. So it almost feels like it had to have been a reshoot where it, in the edit or something, they're like, no, we definitely need a reaction off of MJ's face here. We need to know how she's experiencing this moment but they didn't have the same stunt crew they had before they maybe had you know a skeleton crew on on a stage or something like that and they they could at least mock up the mannequin and shoot that but it really sticks out when you're going a few seconds at a time it's wild i mm-hmm. oh boy call somebody in like just call call, <laughs> call anybody in who's that height and weight you know like you have the muscle suit to throw on him it's going to be real tight uh, just at least to have his like head looking for the next shot he's going to shoot
2: out or something.
0: Uh. We've been ping-ponging back and forth on this timeline here. I want to address something in the dead center of what we've been talking about, Uh which is the approach uh, vector that he swings in towards the maze garden. Because in the previous shot, we had seen him shooting at several different buildings, to like change his trajectory, mm-hmm. but he's somehow Mary Poppins his way across <laughs> the screen here and glides down onto this, um, you know, hedge maze yeah. without shooting a new web. He's able to kind of like yeah. telep- telepathically control how he's swinging. Yeah. Uh, down I always
1: the- assumed yeah. it was like, he was swinging more in the plane, I guess the Z plane, like us towards the depth of the screen and just like doing a sway back and forth. But, But in the moment, it definitely looks like he is fully going one way and just magically goes back the other way, cutting this, Mm -hmm. you know, big saccadic swath across the screen. He's Uh,
0: definitely like, this will be a lot smoother of a landing. Let me just will that into existence.
1: (laughs) Or maybe if he pulls on it enough, then, like, the bungee cord, like, elasticity will will move him back in the other direction or something. I don't know.
2: (laughs) So, what do well, we know he, about no, he this? doesn't want to do the normal crazy stuff that he does where he literally just lets go of the strand falls for a little while and shoots another one right, that'd be when, scary <laughs> yeah when you've got when you've got a damsel in distress like you don't want to save her by putting her back into distress like that's <laughs> so he's he's you know it's wild he's rockabye babying her yeah to the roof.
1: i do think the landing they do is pretty graceful though that it that yeah. the how, wh- however, they manage this marriage of the the CGI sp- Spidey swing to this the stunt people actually landing it. It it feels very like oh we just delicately ta da landed there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe one of the in a in a movie full of not quite convincing bits of CGI. I think it is one of the most convincing moments that like tactile touchdown they have there at the mm-hmm. end of the Goofy Swing where I'm like what is going oh no they're there okay I believe it mm-hmm. and then then we're into it then we're into Toby and. Uh, uh, Kristen, Kristen,
2: Kirsten. Yeah, Kirsten, Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten. The 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 um the muscle texture on uh, on Spidey's suit in this scene mm-hmm. is really stand. It's popping. It's a lot more uh, visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, can you-, you can really see the detail they put into the costume. You
1: here. also can if you notice this time. Uh, last week I mentioned the very weird way that the zippers on the suit work. Um, and here when he turns to sort of do his little shout, don't mind us, but... You, if you look on his belt, you can see the gap where that zipper uh comes down and goes across his lower back to allow the back uh, of the suit yeah. to be flexible. It. Yeah. It's,
0: well, it's a it's a good thing his muscles are so prominent because he, Mary Jane is not the only damsel in distress here. That guy <laughs> has got that other woman's face in like a full on hold. <laughs> he, yeah. he is going for it.
1: He was yeah. he was committed to it. Yeah. He doesn't investigate that situation at all. He's just like, no, I'm here. we're fine over here. You're fine. Good. This is what's up. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Maybe the only like classic Spidey quip in the film, I guess, the like uh, uh, beats taking the subway followed by don't mind us. She just needs to use the elevator is mm-hmm. it's it's not like full on Spidey making jokes all the time thing, but it's as much of a like. Silly Spidey joke as I think we get in the whole uh <laughs> in the whole film right before yeah. he tries to leave. Uh.
2: this um this bit with the, who are you, you know who I am, uh is I I I, I do like this little bit because mm. and and when you take it out of out of context, it's it's pretty cheesy. Like it's For sure. you know, you know who I am. Uh you know, do I? And and mm. friendly neighborhood Spider Man and then he runs off. Mm. But Taking it into the context of a whole, what's happening here, and the reason that he starts, you know, shouting, woohoo, as he's going away, I think is because Peter has finally gotten redemption for the Trey incident. <laughs> he's, he's finally done something cool and yeah. then not made a, a, an idiot of himself immediately. <laughs> probably
1: why he tries to leave so quickly
2: and she has yeah. to stop him <laughs> see, <Right. laughs> if we can see his thought bubbles he was like don't screw this up don't screw this up you didn't screw this up <laughs> all right <laughs> leave leave, leave. <laughs> leaps off the
0: road remember yeah, what george costanza says <laughs> <laughs> leave while you're ahead exactly right. <laughs>
2: exactly
1: uh,
0: i was waiting yeah. for him to say like you know who i am because I clearly sound like your best friend Peter, and I'm not even trying to hide it,
1: not a little bit, not even no. a hair, yeah, it's <laughs> and this is this is probably one of the worst moments of the uh what what Scott brought up last week, where when they had the rigid face shells for this movie before they made the ones where your jaw could move, where it's just so static this like helmet that he's wearing when he's like uh-huh. you know who i am almost power ranger-esque uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, That's the way. Uh, but it's worth it for the phrase for actually saying it out loud your friendly mm-hmm. neighborhood spider-man i mean i i i'm pretty sure i like fist pumped in the theater when I first saw this, at that moment, where I, was, uh.
2: I wish, I wish the you know who I am was played a little lighter, like not yeah. as dramatic. There you go. Uh, yeah, like like, like I, I if it hadn't been because he like whispers it. He's like, you know who I am.
1: Right. I'm yeah. a friendly
2: neighbor Spider Man. Yeah. Like I wish it was just like you know who I am. Yeah. And she, yeah, like you know that that would have been a little more light than a, a lighter touch. I think than sure. this. This was a little. Um, uh, yeah, just, 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 The. Uh, the, the turn was a little too tight. I think on yeah. this, on
0: this, uh, on this one
2: particular
1: uh, curve. Yeah. That's right. a good way to put it. Um, well, you
0: guys are loving that line. Meanwhile, I want to do what that guy is doing to the woman in the background uh, to the guy who did the sound effects on Peter's feet hitting the glass.
1: Oh, what? I love the feet hitting the glass. It's my favorite. I, I want to oh, make out with him. It's so good. On. Oh, it's my favorite. Probably my favorite, like, detail in this entire minute. It. it mm-hmm. oh, I mean, because we're already riding the high of, like, the wahoo and the swing and the, the rising of the music, but then when you hear that, like, energetic, thump, 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 where, like, it feels... I mean, obviously it can't feel real. This is a ridiculous thing to happen, but it's as close to like a, an audio texture that puts us in that situation for real, real quote unquote, as anything you can come up with that moment, like hearing mm-hmm. his feet on the glass. That is, Oh, it's brilliant. Thank you so much for bringing that up, Dan. I love, love, <laughs> love, love, love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's <sighs> so good.
2: Um, so, so a little bit before we get to uh, Harry, mm-hmm. um, well first of all that look that mary jane look oh yeah uh running to the edge of the building and that that look uh is uh i that's it's a good look is what i'm saying it's that's, working yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does yeah. everything it needs to do
2: yeah <laughs> i'm well, sure yeah. you
0: guys have talked about the costume like crazy mm-hmm. uh-huh i don't have anything to add it's strange that's strange. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's a costume yeah. for sure it's,
2: i mean you know it's supposed to be festive because of the the international festival they were at um but uh it's a weird choice um well it sure does pop against that green though like I'll give it does that. you know what it doesn't pop against is her hair why would you put, <laughs> put a redhead in a red dress i don't know or um, spider-man yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, before we get to Harry, um, the thing that's interesting about the, uh, well, okay. So there's a scene that takes place between, um, the, uh, the scene on the roof and Harry, uh, but we're gonna, I want to get to that tomorrow because it's kind of, it's kind of a long scene and tomorrow is kind of a light minute. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll get to it tomorrow, but the actual, um, uh, the the this actual scene here uh what what's interesting about this is that number one the dialogue um in the shooting draft the dialogue who are you you know i do your friendly neighborhood spider man is actually done in mid swing so it'd be happening during the mannequin shot. Oh boy. <laughs> um and maybe maybe mm. the reason it's a mannequin is because maybe they tried this with the dialogue and it looked weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's entirely possible. And they're like, that doesn't work at all. Let's just put her on a rig and then we'll have them say it on the roof later. Right. I've um, never
0: been so thankful for a rooftop hedge garden in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they moved all that to the rooftop hedge garden, mm-hmm. um, which is apparently the Rockefeller Center, according to, uh, according to the uh, script. Yeah. Um,
0: I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah,
2: the gardens on top of the Rockefeller Center, according to the script. Hmm. Uh, that doesn't that means absolutely nothing. Yeah, necessarily. Um, so because, uh, you know, a, a screenwriter can put whatever they want in the script uh, where they shoot it is where wherever they shoot it. <laughs> right. um, so, uh, yeah, so he he just drops her off, says, don't mind us. She just needs to use the elevator and then leaves uh to the 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 dropped jaws of the uh uh in the in the in the script young lovers um <laughs> and then mj runs to the edge watches him go and says spider-man under her breath um oh in the in the uh in the draft the kept draft the original kept draft um this is very different now if you remember. From from early on, I mean, she hasn't had a lot to do in the kept draft in a while. Yeah. Uh, but this MJ is the uh, more comics face a tiger. You just hit the jackpot kind of MJ. So it's yeah. a very different tone. This is the one that was um, would have been cast with Elijah Dishku. Yeah. If they had gone with this gone with a different Peter that would have fit this MJ better. Right. Um. But uh, what what happens is that, first of all, the Green Goblins line, which we love so much uh, from last week, because uh, for, for just its silly, um like silly amazingness, uh, it's actually changed in the kept draft to I may not be able to kill you, Spider-Man. But if it's the last thing I do, I'll make you wish you were dead. Oh, uh, OK. Pretty which is. On. Yeah, (laughs) so there you go. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he lands on the rooftop with MJ and he says, this is where you get off. MJ says, promise. Oh, Oh. nice. (laughs) Which, wow. (laughs) Um, And then she notices that he's bleeding and she pulls out a handkerchief uh, and wraps it around, um, wraps it around his arm, which is bleeding, uh, which, of course, comes back. Uh, later in this version of the movie oh. they borrowed that because it's already
1: Thanksgiving it. in that version because right. they just got Correct. back from the parade I see I see. exactly.
2: Yep. I see. Um, and so she wraps that and the thing that I like about this about her noticing that he's bleeding and then helping him is that it's a callback to when she was noticing he was bleeding during her his fight with Flash and yeah. helping him wipe the blood off of his face oh um, so it's a little it's a little reference to that, which I really like, except, you know, yeah. with Peter before Spider-Man now. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and she says, does it hurt and touches his arm, realizes that he's got muscles uh, and says, wow. And then just basically starts kind of feeling him up a little. Cool. And cool. says, I okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, says, honey, you are built uh and he goes i uh i I gotta go uh and he starts to leave and she's like hey don't i get to say thank you this time and so she comes over to him gets on her tiptoes and then kisses him opened mouth on his mask oh okay yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I want to see this movie. He starts <laughs> to sort of get into it. And then is like, is like, Oh, well, I, I, I really got to go. And then <laughs> jumps off the roof. Um, or no, right. I'm sorry. Before that, she backs off and says, how come got a Mrs. Spider-Man waiting somewhere. And then he just, he just jumps off the roof and he, <laughs> she watches him go. She watches him go and says, "Yowza." Oh, wee. Oh, 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 oh boy!
1: Yeah, that's a that's a yeah. slightly different take on <laughs> on this iteration.
2: slightly slightly. It's yeah. definitely yeah. it's it's definitely a more comic book accurate MJ. They it, oh, they really sure. they really nailed comic book Aunt Mary Jane in this version in the kep draft of oh, the yeah. script.
0: How many men wrote that script? Oh, uh, like just okay. kep Yeah. But on, on he, this
2: on this one, just Cap, and then after Kep the wrote this draft, he really
1: man writing a woman. That whole oh, scenario. oh yeah yeah. yeah sure,
2: <laughs> <true>.
1: <laughs> okay, the
2: I thought you meant literally, men. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I thought you meant literally. Sorry, all um, all all of male kind uh, conspired to write that script. Yeah, yeah,
2: howdy, yeah. that is. Oof, oof! yeah and imagining imagining eliza Dushku saying these lines i'm like yep, y- yep yep that yeah i get what they're going I, for I, I can see it yep absolutely mm-hmm. um so uh yeah so that's that's uh that's my little uh, addition the script addition to this uh this particular minute oh my gosh. Um, and i'll have uh, i'll have some more stuff uh tomorrow but um <laughs> As far as uh, the rest of this, the beginning of this, uh, this Harry scene, yeah. I love he's on the phone, which I have to say is an impressively tiny cell phone considering the oh, era.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What are we at? I mean, they shot this in what, 2001 for the 2002 May release. So yeah. like, yeah,
2: I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. the uh, I mean, the cell phone in. um the Matrix those those weren't real until after the movie they made them real exactly. right yeah yeah they were just they were just like wishful thinking props uh, yeah. originally that slide um, open yeah right
0: <laughs> I gotta imagine... get me a Spider Man phone yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this I imagine is some sort of singular device considering how much their name is all over this movie right right um, or
1: maybe a Sony. Uh, products sony ericsson oh or something. yeah did they yeah. make cell
2: phones then i
0: don't
1: a know time? sony ericsson i feel yeah. like it was 2005 ish so but that's just like me pulling a number out of my butt so i have no idea uh, i bet okay.
0: bing works just as well on this phone as it does in the amazing spider-man
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's oh character. i can't wait to talk about that <laughs> um that's gonna be a t-shirt for sure uh, it's the amazing spider-man logo but it just says bing um <laughs> Um, so, uh, I, what I love about this shot is that he's, you know, talking to MJ saying, what do you mean incredible? And you just see Toby's head just pop into frame behind him.
1: Just, he just slides on in behind his ear. Oh, it's beautiful. (laughs) Oh, very good. Uh, 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 We'll definitely talk more about it tomorrow, but I think this is like peak Franco for me. Like this of feeling diminished telephone, half of a telephone conversation, you know, mm-hmm. feeling really emasculated by the Spider-Man is, I think the best Franco is
2: in this movie. I, but I you really know, what's like. funny. Mm. I have a note mm. that says, this is James Franco at his most Jay Baruchel. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's so right though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's on the money. That is. And then, and then I was, I was just th- And then I thought, Oh, Jay Baruchel would made would have made a great Harry Osborne. He would have been excellent. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's that's exactly it.
1: That's exactly <laughs> it. nailed it. That's incredible. Yeah. It's half half James Dean, half Jay Baruchel. It's the James Dean face with the Jay Baruchel delivery.
0: Which is... A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking about Jay Baruchel with Elijah Desku.
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> wow <laughs> you imagine uh, JP shell being like oh, oh, oh why why didn't you wear that uh the 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 black dress i mean my 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 father loves black <laughs> like
2: no i just i wanted I, to- it would have been less creepy if he was <laughs> saying it he would have been stuttering yeah. through it um, oh man that's funny uh, wow all right uh, well uh well well dan um Why don't you, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about uh, your relationship with this particular film uh, in tomorrow's minute, but why don't you tell people, and I'm sure there's a lot to say, but why don't you tell people a little bit about your relationship with Spider-Man as a
0: character? Oh boy. Well, I'll try to keep it uh, succinct if I can. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I've been uh, collecting Spider-Man comics since I was six years old and uh, I guess issue 375 was my first one, and there Mm -hmm. was just something about that issue with him fighting Venom on the cover uh, that really captured me, and I just started collecting Spider-Man comics from that moment on, and it kind of expanded outwardly, and now I own every appearance of the character in comic form. Um, So, well... that has his name on the to- cover. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, that would be insane otherwise. <laughs> Although I, I know people that are trying to do that.
2: Oh, boy. Um,
0: <laughs> and they listen to my show. Well, um, so, you know, I've been collecting these comics for, uh, for a long time. I finally completed my collection uh, a little over two years ago. And. Um, I I don't have Amazing Fantasy 15. I'll say that
1: fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who does? Uh, I
0: do not have that kind of money just yet. <laughs> Although I saw a six thousand dollar version of it and didn't buy it, and I kick myself every day. Oh man! I didn't do oh, it.
2: Man, wow!
0: Um, that's that's a steal. And it was uh, in good condition too. I mean, like really goodness. good condition. So really,
2: what well, what was it like? Was it was it over a five? Yeah, or... it was
0: over a five. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow! That's I know nuts. it's like
0: a once in a lifetime thing. Uh-oh. I just. Yeah. I just didn't have the money on me and was like, I don't have that kind of money and had some guilt. Yeah. I think if I had, like, a partner with me at the time that would be like, you should do that, I would have done it. Fair, but, like, yeah. But, on my own, I was, like, having doubts. And anyway, speaking of having <laughs> doubts, uh, that's kind of how I, you know, related with the character. And, um, you know, I've I've loved so many different iterations of him, but I guess... To get to where I am today, um, a few years ago, about four and a half years ago, I um, met a guy uh, through the internet, through this site called the Chasing Amazing blog. I don't know if you guys have ever read it or anything, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's my co-host of my podcast, Mark. He also was collecting all the issues of Amazing Spider-Man and kind of chronicling it in his blog. And I sent him a message and was like, hey, would you want to do a podcast about you know collecting Spider-Man? And he was like, I don't think so. So I just kept (laughs) bothering him until he said yes. And uh, now we have a podcast. It's about four and a half years old now. uh, The Amazing Spider Talk podcast. It started off as the Superior Spider Talk because we launched it during the Superior Era. Ah, And then decided this is kind of a dumb name to continue once that era was done. (laughs) So um, we rebooted the show with Amazing and... uh, yeah, so it's like four and a half years, 164 episodes. We review nice. all of the new issues that come out, and uh, all the B titles, and or that's what we did for a while. We still do that now as part of our Patreon, but our show now is about, and we just relaunched our first episode at the beginning of July, mm-hmm. um, our show now is about going through Spider-Man from his very origin uh, we're going to do seasons. So the first season is going to be 12 episodes about the Lee Dicko run. Nice. So mm-hmm. if you want to learn about the behind the scenes of Spider-Man, uh, there's no better place to do it than our show. We have um, all the creators are, have been on the show. Uh, Jerry wow. Conway has been on our show a bunch oh, to talk nice. about the death of Gwen. Um, <laughs> we do all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Um, uh, Marvel knows us, so they kind of just send everybody our way. That's and uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 totally crazy because we were both just two fans who just started doing this. I guess like you guys are, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, you never know where these things are going to go. We just published our first book. Uh, that's going to be, or it's in Barnes and Noble and Costco now. Called wow. uh, "A Hundred Things Every Spider-Man Fan Should Know and Do Before They Die." Mm-hmm. We never thought. That would happen. So it's just been a snowball effect kind of, you know, things. Now I'm having a, you know, breakfast with the creators, you know, every other week. So I don't know. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I
1: think it just speaks to how influential the character is that, uh, you know, a a project that starts small like that can grow to such a a lovely, you know, life changing thing because so many other people are excited about and uh, and have that same sort of personal connection to it.
0: Um, Oh yeah, it's absolutely been life-changing, and uh, a lot of fun, and a lot of hard work, which I'm sure you guys know. Sure,
2: Um,
0: (laughs) I mean, you guys do a daily show, mine's weekly, but I still put like eight plus hours into editing it every week, so Uh I'm sure you guys know all about that. Oh Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Scott
2: does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, I got a lot going on. But I'll just talk about that show for now. So yeah. if you want to check it out, come on over. Amazing Spider Talk.
2: Lovely. All right, and that's on that's on uh, iTunes and Google Play and all that stuff, right?
0: Yeah, where all those podcasts can be found. Yeah.
2: All right. Perfect. Great. Uh, and uh, we will be back to talk about uh, more with Dan uh, with tomorrow's minute seventy-two. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.